Hello everyone and welcome to this edition of Pharmacy Magazine's In Conversation With podcast series. My name is Richard Thomas and in this episode I talk to Raj Nutan, head of Alfega Pharmacy. We played extracts of the interview last week on the Talking Pharmacy podcast and you're going to hear the full interview now. It's about 10 minutes long. Raj joined Alfega in 2018 and before that was at Newmark and the NPA in various commercial and business development roles. We talked about the group's COVID vaccination programme and how Alfega coped with the challenges of the pandemic. Raj, who is a pharmacist, is not afraid of getting his hands dirty either and he shares some of his feelings and experiences from being on the pharmacy front line. Indeed, immediately after our interview, he was dashing out to help with the vaccination programme himself. He's one of the most open and upfront executives in the sector and also one of the most passionate advocates for independent pharmacy. And that clearly comes out in this interview. This is what he had to say. Thanks, Raj, for joining us on the pod. So tell us about Alfega's COVID vaccination programme. Hi, Richard. Um, first of all, let me say thank you for inviting me to have a quick chat with you today. It's much appreciated. Um, so in terms of the Alfega COVID vaccination programme, um, we started back up Christmas, really. So when it was apparent that um, the devolved countries were starting to look at the role of pharmacy in COVID-19 vaccination services, we started supporting our members. And there's a number of our members who came to us um, asking for support. And that varied from helping them with the application um, to NHS England. So predominantly it started off in England um, and then it resulted in providing more practical support, Richard. So it could be clinical logs, standard operating procedures, making sure um, they had access to the practical training. So we used a, a provider company for that called ECG. Also involved providing all the materials, so social distancing material, um, posters, um, various sort of collateral. So it did vary from conception was to support our members and then providing the practical support. And then ultimately, um, we were hands-on. So we have a team of 10 business mentors out in the field and all of them were volunteering um, in our member pharmacies. So it, it was quite a really good sort of cradle-to-grave solution we, we sort of came up with for our members. And the good thing about our network, over a 1,000 pharmacies, we can learn from each other. So actually, throughout December and January, the amount of support we gave to our members to apply to become a COVID centre, we learnt as we went along. So it, it, was, it was really good. It's really really enjoyable, really fantastic, and it's really good to put something back in the community. Yeah, it sounds a, a really positive venture, actually, Raj. I mean, how many of your members are, are providing jobs at the moment? And, and is that set to expand going forward? So obviously, we started off with 10 or 15 back before Christmas. And as of as of yesterday, if you look to how many of our Alfaga members, predominantly in England, were providing a, a COVID vaccination service, it's over 50 now and we've got another sort of 10 to 15 who've been approved ready to start and they're just waiting for a sort of official start date from NHS England and um, a date for the vaccine supply so um, it's a good number um, getting over 50 we had um, our first member start in Wales um, two weeks ago so that was really good news and we're seeing how it rolls out in Wales as well COVID vaccination services um, and as you're aware from a podcast I heard from yourselves um, a couple of weeks ago, um, I think um, Harry or uh, Malcolm was on 
I understand in Scotland it's still early days in terms of um, evolving pharmacy and COVID vaccinations. But again, we've got members in Scotland who we, we, we would support with the learns we've had in England as well. And what's been the reaction of, of customers uh, to having their jobs at a, an Alphago pharmacy? So to be honest, it's it's been phenomenal, really. If you, if you look at what the government have done, um, you've got the mass vaccinations um, sites, which are predominantly the main sources of vaccinations. And then you've got our members um, and they're doing a mixture of church halls or um, leisure centres or actually if they've got sufficient space, we've been doing it in their consultation rooms. And the community feel, I can't sort of express how much that community feel I've experience myself supporting our members it's just like it brings the community even further together um, and the fact that it's a local independent pharmacy or a local community pharmacy they can ask questions about the vaccine hesitancy you've got pharmacies in local deprived areas as well where vaccine uptake is not huge so again I think that network's really good and it's really important I think all the key stakeholders in government and NHS recognize that having a local community pharmacy to support the vaccination rollout is really good because it, getting that buzz when you're in there, and I think, I think Richard, you said you, you went the other day, I think it was your mother or father-in-law had the vaccination and you felt the buzz yourself when you went in there. And it's, it's a really good, good feeling, Richard. It, it, it was a good feeling. It was a yeah. very, very positive experience. Uh, you're right. And, and you've been getting involved personally, Raj, haven't you? Yeah, so I, I I dusted off. Um, so so I still locum as a pharmacist. So I've been quality be, what twenty five years this year as a qualified pharmacist. So I still do locums, but actually, um, at the beginning of the beginning of this calendar year, I decided to go back in and help help the process really. So I've been working for a number of Alfega members. I've been going in doing the pre clinical screening, the post vaccination checks, um, drawing up vaccines and and vaccinating myself. So. Um, it's 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 been I've had tearful moments to be honest with you guys um, it's it's been phenomenal it's it's probably the most rewarding thing I've sort of done um, in the profession today and I said I've been qualified for 25 years this year and and seeing some of the sort of patients come in um, I had one on Saturday um, he got tearful he got vaccinated and and I had to have a chat with him afterwards and, and he explained that um, unfortunately I think 85 year old father had passed away back in January um about a week before um his vaccine letter had come through so you know like hearing stories like that and actually being part of that sort of local community is fantastic and you know what it's just been a privilege really to to, to support it um but but i must add actually um community pharmacy has been doing a fantastic job so it's the last 20 30 years it's always been there for their patient um and if it's just been the global pandemic has obviously heightened the role of the pharmacies even further, but we mustn't forget our members and all community pharmacists out there who are not vaccinating for COVID, what outstanding job they're doing as well. So staying open for the last 12 months, really supporting their communities, providing that essential pharmacy service. So I think hats off to every community pharmacy out there, um, really doing an outstanding job, Richard. No, absolutely. Um, oh, you mentioned earlier on, Raj, um, that the power really of the of the network in terms of providing COVID vaccinations and the potential to do a lot more. Are Alfaga members able and willing to offer an annual COVID job like flu at some point in the future? No, absolutely, Richard. I think um, there's no doubt about it. Um, 
community pharmacies well placed in terms of the local communities, in terms of supporting an immunisation programme, be it flu, um, be it COVID. Um, I was interested in the CIG research you published that it was 92% of pharmacies would like to see um, an annual COVID vaccination programme in their pharmacy. Um, and that supports the members who we've been speaking to in terms of they would like to see the same as well. Um, I think the challenge is going to be, um, and reading your research, I think it was 88% felt though that the government and sort of the NHS officials didn't see pharmacies as an integral part of primary healthcare. And I think that's going to be a challenge, Richard. And, and really, I'm a quite strong advocate. Community pharmacies, such a strong player, and it really needs to be recognised in primary healthcare. And things like doing the COVID vaccination boosters, if they do come around in September, pharmacies ideally placed them. Um, we're trained up, we're qualified, we're ready, we're able, we've got the good links with the community and really we can dispel those myths, Richard. So I think absolutely, I think community pharmacy, our Fagan members, we're ready to do it. Yeah, that's that's great to hear. Um, and I, I agree totally. And well done, Raj, for actually getting out there on, on the front line as well. That's uh, that's really impressive. Raj, it's been, it's been great to talk as always. Uh, good luck with the uh, the vaccination programme. And thanks very much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you, Richard. Catch up with you soon. Thank you. My thanks to Raj Nutan there. There are some links in the show notes to this podcast that provide some further information about the Alfaga vaccination programme. Good luck to all the pharmacists involved with that and a big well done to everyone who is working in the vaccine rollout at the moment. It's terrific stuff. It really is. The Talking Pharmacy podcast will be back next week, but before we close, can I just draw your attention to a webcast which is taking place next Wednesday, April the 14th, starting at 7 o'clock. Hosted by my sister title, P3 Pharmacy, in association with Newmark, Community Pharmacy Scotland Chief Executive Harry McQuillan will be joined by a panel of community pharmacists from Scotland to talk developments in Scottish pharmacy. And with an election around the corner... There's plenty to discuss. So join us for that. But for now, thanks very much for listening.